Welcome to another episode of the Glacier Guys podcast. I'm your host, Joey Fernandez. And uh, this week's going to be a solo episode as uh, this is the conclusion of the Glacier Guys for now. Um, Yeah, so uh, I'm going to be talking about some White Sox uh, specifically today. Uh, Nothing else really going on in the sports world. So, yeah, let's just get straight into it. Um, Last night was the start of the Yankee series and man I, I was at the game and it was electric in the ballpark for a long time uh Dylan Cease got roughed up a little bit still had uh, over 10 K's but that's ridiculous but just left a few pitches up to Giancarlo Stanton DJ LeMahieu and uh Aaron Judge so you know I think the game plan was a little spotty personally um I think he was serving up too many fastballs obviously he has that FU fastball but you don't really want to. You don't want to have to try to just blow fastballs by really good hitters who the pitch they specifically like to hit is fastballs. You know, so he was getting a lot of swings and misses. I believe he had a forty percent swing and miss rate. So that's really good, obviously. So his stuff was very good. He just left a few out there, and the hottest team in baseball made him pay. So it's hard to be mad at him. It's hard to really be discouraged. It's going to happen eventually. Obviously, against a team like that, it's kind of tough to do. Uh, it's you can't expect them to go out there every outing and just carve so it's it's gonna happen and you just you just move on from it but I think there are some good signs to see from this game I know I know Joe Kelly came in and struggled I know uh Ryan Burr struggled a little bit also and the bullpen just in general didn't didn't really hold up their end of the bargain but either way it's a tough offense but I'm just really happy to see that our offense came through I'm really happy to see that Yohan Mankata is coming along uh, Tim had a little bit of an off night, but he's still he's still Tim, and and it's just nice to see guys like AJ Pollock finally starting to do something, and Leary Garcia starting to do something. So uh, it's really exciting to see uh, Adam Engel also. I'll throw him in there, but uh, I think I think playing the long game is the way to go here, uh, as far as with the usage of bullpen arms and maybe not wanting to pitch guys two days in a row or two games out of three and stuff like that. And I think Tony LaRusso knows what he's doing with that as far as it goes. Um, so I think I think the fans just need to relax a little bit. 15-15 and 15 is not that bad, especially for the strength of schedule that we've had so far. I mean, obviously the division is pretty weak, but I, I think division games are always going to be close, so you can't really get mad at them for uh, losing seven in a row. Well, you kind of can't. But uh, with a guy like Andrew Vaughn coming back and Lance Lynn coming back and Eloy almost coming back, I think it's the signs are there. The signs are there that the team's going to break out eventually. You just kind of got to stay afloat while you're going through this gauntlet of a schedule. I mean, they've, they split the Angels series, which is very encouraging because the Angels are, I mean, what aren't they? Uh, their their pitching's coming around. Obviously, their bullpen isn't the greatest, but their starting rotation has some nice arms in it, and their lineup is disgusting. Like, I mean, disgusting. As far as, obviously, the best player in baseball. I mean, <laughs> does anyone know which one it is? But I'd say Mike Trout, obviously. But you got Shohei, obviously, and then and then they drop Justin Upton. And you're like, I mean, I guess. But then they have the guy Taylor Ward just coming in and stepping in his spot. And, and you say, I mean, obviously that's why they dropped Justin Upton because they have a guy who can just slot in and play even better. So, and they have a guy like Brandon Marsh that I really like also. But uh, I think it was, uh, I think that was the start of uh, something really special, honestly. I think they, they swept the Cubs series. That was 
I mean, it was just kind of ugly baseball in a way just because the weather was disgusting. But besides that, uh, they come in. They play well against the Guardians. I mean, the Josh Naylor game, I don't even know what to say. I still don't even know what to say. Like, I, I seriously don't. It's one of those rarities where it's to the point where do you do you how can you be mad at the team you know because he just he was he was a man on a mission that night i i don't know uh josh naylor can definitely hit though uh, i think people don't really recognize that that much but yeah that's his strong suit of his game i mean even in the 2020 playoffs he dominated so i mean he's he's due for a breakout who knows if this is for real but he's he's uh he's a good major league hitter for sure but moving on i think the the help of Lance Lynn will definitely create some interesting scenarios as far as the rotation goes. So obviously you got Lucas Giolito at the top, or you want to say Dylan C. Sure, uh, Michael Kopech. So those three. Then you got Lance Lynn, obviously, and then you have a trio of well, potentially a trio of Johnny Cueto, Vince Velasquez, and Dallas Keuchel. How does that situation get handled? Because obviously you don't know exactly how that's going to go so it's kind of it's kind of interesting so break it down like this Dallas Keiko what he has going for him is that he's getting paid 18 million dollars this year and Vince Velasquez has the recency performance as far as him pitching well uh, as of late and then Johnny Cueto has that past experience that it's kind of an unknown uh, an unknown factor right now just because he's been in AAA all year so it's really interesting to see how they're going to do this. Uh, as far as Johnny Cueto goes, um, who knows if he gets called up? I'm not really sure yet uh, because he, after May 15th, I believe he he can get sent. He can get uh, if he doesn't get called up, then he's going to be a free agent. So it's I don't know. I I really don't see where he slots in personally, but I think it's a battle between Vince and Dallas. And Dallas looked good last start against the lowly Red Sox, but the Red Sox have some decent names on their team. So. But they're struggling just in general, so it's I don't know. I think Vince deserves it as of now, but he's facing the Yankees tonight, so he could get roughed up pretty easily. And if Dallas comes out and does well, or if one of the other does well and the other one doesn't, then I mean, who knows? Like it, it might be wraps for Dallas Keuchel on the White Sox uniform, if not just in the bullpen. So, and I know he definitely would not be cool with that. I don't know what he would do, but. I just I just can't see a guy like Dallas Keuchel being cool with coming out of the bullpen. So it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, as far as the lineup goes, uh, I'm just going to go through every player and just kind of say where they are right now. Uh, Tim Anderson is Tim Anderson. He's always going to be steady. He's always going to get his hits, and he, that's just kind of how it is. I mean, his defense has kind of been a little lackluster, but... He's he's been he's been picking it up lately. I think uh, besides the Josh Naylor game, obviously because he had two errors, but um, I don't expect that to stay. He's he's gotten a lot better ever since his rookie second year. So uh, yeah, that's Tim. Moncada, uh, Moncada's Moncada. Uh, he's going to he's going to get on base. He's going to hit for some power. Hopefully the power surge comes back from 2019. But if not, if he goes back to 2021 form, then I'm perfectly fine with it. He was a, a really good player last year, so he's going to play some great defense. He's going to get on base. That's really what you want out of him. Um, Josh Harrison, I mean, he hasn't – he's shown flashes of being that exciting player that you expected him to be, but he still struggled overall, so hopefully he picks it up as the, as the weather gets hotter and just as the team gets hot in general. 
Leori Garcia. I mean, Leori's Leori. He's never really going to hit all that much, but he's going to get some little dinky hits that is going to come up in big situations. And he'll hit a big home run every now and then. I'll give him that. But he's going to play some solid defense, and he's not supposed to play every day. So he'll be bouncing around the field as people get hurt because we're the White Sox, and that's just how it goes. So that's it for Leori. And then Jose Abreu. I mean, he's a notorious slow starter, so you can't really be worried about him. I mean, obviously there's that thing with, obviously he's he's older. He's aging every single year, so you never know when that cliff's going to hit and when he's just not going to figure it out one day. So hopefully it's not this year, and hopefully he's going to come back strong. But I I have a good feeling he's, he's going to be just fine. Uh, A.J. Pollock, uh, yesterday, hopefully yesterday, was a big tell uh, about him picking it up for the most part. So... I mean, he could easily, easily just pick it back up and do do what A.J. Pollock does and just be a consistent above-average hitter with okay defense. So I, I, I have faith in him doing that. I think he's he's a, a well-known commodity at this point. And then Luis Robert, I mean, he's just scratching the surface at how good he could be. So he's... <laughs> He's got a he's got very solid numbers as it stands right now, and it only feels like he hasn't even done that well. Honestly, he's got a 128 WRC plus, and you're like, hmm, I feel he's got more in there. Like, <laughs> I feel like the power really hasn't even came around yet. He's got six stolen bases, four home runs, and Tim Anderson with four home runs, five stolen bases. So those are some 2020 candidates for sure. I mean, maybe even 30-30 if they really go go off. But just in general, it's uh, it's it's impressive to see Luis Robert on a day-to-day basis. I think, I think he's gonna he's gonna do big things this year. Obviously, so I'm um, I'm curious to see when that happens. I think I think it's only gonna get better as it goes on. But yeah, and then Andrew Vaughn should be coming back very soon. He's in Charlotte right now rehabbing, and that's who the player I'm most excited for because before he got hurt, he looked like a bona fide superstar. Honestly, uh, at the plate, he he was commanding the zone very well. Uh, Knew knew what to look for, uh, figuring out what pitchers are trying to do to him, and he was countering it. I mean, he was hitting righties better this year. Uh, he obviously matches lefties. He's always done that. So, I I'm really excited for him personally. I I think I think he's going to add some big bonus into this lineup and just make it even deeper than it already is. So, yeah. And then, I mean, besides that, Adam Engel. I mean, uh, he's going to play some great defense, but. His his bat, his bat's not bad. Like when he comes up in a big spot, I feel like I don't feel worried. I'm not like, oh, this is this is rough. But uh, I I have faith in Adam Engel. I, I think he's a better hitter than people give him credit for personally, especially against lefties. But as far as the bullpen goes, there's there's some arms that I like. Obviously, Matt Foster's been pretty legit this year. Kendall Graveman, pretty legit. Uh, Reynaldo Lopez has been okay. Uh, I think he he's gotten some bad luck. His FIP is almost a full point lower lower than his ERA, so that says a lot there. But his ex-FIP is also 4.77, so they're kind of counteracting each other a little bit. I think it's because his strikeouts are down. But besides that, uh, Lucas Giolito's Lucas Giolito. Um, I mean. The depth of the farm system isn't that great, so every time an injury happens, it kind of sucks. Like it's kind of, it's kind of bringing down the team. As far as Liam goes, I'm not worried about him personally. He's going to give up some bombs. That's just kind of how he is. He's a fastball slider pitcher, and the fly balls are going to happen. So, 
I'm not I'm not really worried about Liam. This stuff is still very lively. The the slider's still very good. It's just if he can get it near the zone whatsoever. But uh, I think he's fine. I think he was tipping pitches, honestly, before earlier in the year. And I, I also heard something about Dylan Cease possibly doing that from Steve Stone on the broadcast last night. So it's going to be – I'm curious. I'm very curious to see how that goes. But um, overall, uh, pretty exciting. Um, I guess I guess that wraps it up. <laughs> uh this is uh, the last episode of the Glacier Guys podcast. You can access this podcast on the library's website, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, um, and peace.